Tokusatsu, taking the form of many shows including Super Sentai, Kamen Rider, and Metal Heroes. And today, a group of fans come together to review it for you as Toku Secrets. Hey guys, this is Nathan Bissau here at Anime Secrets. We're coming at you with episode... Uh, not sure what episode we're on with Toku Secrets yet because I've lost count, but anyway, we're just coming at you here with Toku Secrets. Uh, we're taking a break again from uh, watching, uh, you know, our episode reviews of Toku Series uh, to actually give you guys a seasonal review of one of the most beloved of all Super Sentai series, and that is the 35th anniversary season Kaizuko Sentai Go Kaijers. And of course, I'm not here alone. Uh, joining me here for this review is... Hey guys, it's me, Anthony, um, also known as Rainbow on Twitter and White Angel on Facebook. And I'm also joined by... Hey guys, Rizwan here, also known as Drake on AnimeSecrets.org, the Blue Commander of Otaku Sentai Vidzerainzer, and Captain Marvelous for all intents and purposes because I love Captain Marvelous. Yep. And I am joined by the AK King himself. Alright, y'all know what time it is. Okay. It's your boy, Ronald Buddy, aka the Green Terrier, aka the American Sniper, aka Young Savage, aka the Young Prodigy himself, aka Mr. Fantastic, aka you already know who it is. AKA Blast em Up, AKA Obelisk the Tormentor's Little Brother, <laughs> oh, AKA, AKA, AKA the Candyman, AKA he can be the man, AKA, AKA no you're, done. you're done. Yeah, please. <laughs> Before we get started here, though, I mean, AKA. Isn't Obelisk technically supposed to be the weakest of the Egyptian god cards? Why would you want to be related to him? Because he's the only one that actually is being used. <laughs> Wait, the only one what? Being used. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, plus, I mean, I guess if we want to go by GX's logic, it's technically the best, although that's just kind yeah. of sucking it. That's just kind of sucking up to himself, so, yeah. No, he, yeah, he legit, like, made Slapper because, like, because he knows Yugi had Slapper, and he's like, ah, fuck you, he, he, yeah. <laughs> he literally did it all on purpose. That's really why he did it. Mm-hmm. Yugi. But, as I said, uh, we are reviewing uh, the Super Sentai series, Kajiko Sentai Go Kajir, which is... Gotta let Riz do this. Awesome. So this Super Sentai series, uh, it aired from uh, 2000, from 2011 to 2012, and it was actually kind of a breath of fresh air, uh, given how the previous Sentai that came before uh, Ghost Sager wasn't all that awesome. Uh, and and uh, well, we'll get to uh, the main reason why everybody talks about this Sentai in a little bit, but uh, what we're pretty much going to do, uh, as we've done with all of our... Uh, with all of our um, seasonal reviews, is pretty much talk about the overall story and you know mention a lot of uh, you know major points, which you know we might mention a lot of because there's a lot of major plot points in the series. And unlike unlike our wizard and double reviews, I actually remember the plot of this series in pretty good detail. So we're probably not going to have any 
moments of awkwardness as we did in those reviews, so. Um, anyway, so we can get started uh, right here. Uh, uh, there's no uh, special uh, title that they give to the episodes, they're just called episodes. I'm pretty sure this is the first time since uh, Deco Ranger, I think, where they used episodes, because, uh, you know, like with Maji Ranger had stages, Bokinger tasks, uh, I think Geki Ranger was called Lessons, I'm not sure, but you get the point. Uh, so, the first episode is called The Space Pirates Appear, uh, and pretty much this uh, sets up the whole plot, so I guess we might as well explain the overall plot here. Uh, pretty much what happened, uh, at some point, it, it's not specified whether it took place uh, years or like months or years ago, just some time ago. Um, Earth was attacked by this empire known as the Zanya, uh, which had pretty much conquered most of the universe by this point, and then they were invading Earth, mm -hmm. and they were stopped by all 34 of the previous Super Sentai. That means every... Sentai. Every single Sentai. Yep. Go Ranger, Zaka, mm -hmm. Five Man, Live Man, yep. Zero Ranger, Gower Ranger, Time Ranger, all of them. Yep. Go ahead and sing Super Hero, Super Hero Sentai. I'm not, not going to sing it. No. <laughs> um, yeah, yep. they all they all came together and they fought against the Zonyak in a pretty uh in a pretty cool action scene uh, of them fighting against the Zonyak Force Soldiers. They're called Thormen, uh, for the record. Uh, they also have these. Uh, uh, blue armored ones, which uh, were called Sue Gorman, I think, like Super Gorman, basically. Yeah. Uh, and what happened was that uh, the Sanya proved to be too strong for the Super Sentai to overcome, and they pretty much, so the Super Sentai, they all came together and they gave up their powers, like, you know, to like unleash this like huge energy blast that destroyed the entirety of the Sanya fleet. Space and pretty much all the Zanyat's forces all over Earth. And the Earth was saved, but the Super Sentai lost their powers, and <coughs> their powers were manifested into these uh, little toy-like figures of their ranger forms called Ranger Tees, and they were scattered all across the universe. Yeah, that's why when you see the, like, the, the giant like uh, light sprouting and like, dispersing all these little tiny like bits of light Spreading all over the world, yeah, that's yeah. that's the Gopaiser keys just spreading all over. Now, at this point, and uh, we later find out uh, how this all came to be, but we can uh, talk about that uh, <coughs> when we get to that actual episode. By this point, the Super Sentai's powers have all come into possession by these five space pirates uh, who call themselves the Gokaiser. Uh, they well, not them. all of them, but a lot of them have. Well, yeah, uh, most of them. Yeah, thank you. Um, all the keys for the main teams minus six rangers and uh, extra rangers. Yeah. With a, yeah. Yeah, maybe with a few. I mean, technically, if you want to count like a Gecky Violet and Gecky Chopper, uh, uh, they were technically extra rangers, but they're part of the. But they're in possession here too, as well as the Go Riders. Um, so yeah. A few of the special rangers, but uh, well, you get the point. Anyway. <clears throat> so. The Gokaijers, they're all, they're all space pirates, and they're flying, and, you know, they're flying through space in their giant uh, red uh, pirate ship known as the Gokai Galleon. And uh, 
these five space pirates include, uh, you have everyone's favorite uh, space pirate, Captain Marvelous, uh, his first mate, Joe Gibkin, the, uh, uh, Luca Milfi, Don Doigoyer, although they call him Doc for short, because he's the intelligent one of the group, and, uh, yep. and this former, uh, princess, uh, named I am, uh, I am Dave Camille, sorry. Yeah, uh, it's, it's French. And they're also assisted by their, uh, by their robotic, like, uh, bird. Parrot. Yeah, parrot. Bird parrot named Navi, who, uh, Marvelous always called Bird, who, and she always gets pissed off at that. I, I think it's a she, because the TV Nihon subset call, always have uh, re them referring to Navi as a her, but then you got the overtime subs, which refer to it as a he, but since I tend to trust TV Nihon a bit more, I'm going with Navi as being Who knows? Uh, who knows, yeah. honestly. Um, it's a mystery. Yeah. So they arrive on Earth with Navi concluding that the thing that they're looking for, and this is called, it's simply referred to as the greatest treasure in the universe. Uh, uh, Navi has determined that the greatest treasure in the universe is on Earth. And the Gokaigers are, and after briefly fighting off a fleet of Zonyak ships in their giant robo, which they call Gokaio. Galleon. Yeah. Uh, which is basically, uh, like Gokaio, they combine the Gokai Galleon with these, uh, uh, four other Gokai machines, uh, that, that no one cares about. Oh, yeah, no one cares about them. Yeah. Only matters is the Gokai Yeah, they're just Galleon. like little zords that pop out the zip and they kind of form together to make a uh, zord, mega you zord thing. Know, you ever know Come that, out, like, Kachina Dosta. Yeah, like one, one zord comes another zord, another zord. <laughs> it's like a game. Like, okay, it's like... If you were to get a package in the mail, like a present, and you open the box, find another box, box. find another box. box, pretty much, find another box. box. <laughs> but guess what has a box in it? And these that's what the these swords are. <laughs> so yeah, they fight off uh, them in Gokaio, and then they arrive on Earth, and uh, no one knows where the greatest treasure in the universe is. So uh, they decide. Uh, to get some food, uh, they have to sell one of Luca's expensive rings to get money for that, which of course pisses her off. And um, and they actually end up going to this uh, place called the Snack Safari, which is which uh, interesting uh, point of fact. Uh, the Snack Safari was actually the uh, regular hangout place as well as uh, the location of the secret base for the uh, Sun Vulcan. Believe it or not, uh, it was actually a family-owned business by their mentor that he. Uh, and his daughter ran, and it and there was like a secret location in the back where they would uh, go to their base. So that's a pretty cool. That's a pretty cool tribute to Sun Vulcan, seeing as that Sun Vulcan doesn't get an official tribute episode in the series. So that's pretty cool. But anyway, the show has a lot of un, the show has a lot of undercover uh, nods to to previous Sentai. So, um, so they're about to eat, uh, with Marvelous about to eat his favorite thing in the whole wide world, curry, because Marvelous curry. curry. Um, Delicious. But of course, then the Zanya, they, uh, they invade and, you know, they attack the snack safari and destroy the restaurant just as they're about to chow down on the curry. And initially, the Gokaigers' solution is to just abandon Earth and run off, but and just leave the Zanyak to basically destroy the Earth, but 
then as they're running by they see um uh this uh one of these uh monsters the monsters uh that the zanyak use are called action commanders by the way uh you know they're leading a group of four men and they're attacking this uh, they're attacking this group of uh like two teachers and like their kindergarten class and marvelous marvelous as he puts it says that he doesn't like that and that's actually not me uh that's not actually me just like simplifying what he said. He literally just said, nope, I don't like that. Nope, not gonna let it happen. So, <laughs> so the Gokai just come together, uh, they attack the Zanyak's forces, and, you know, uh, you know, and of course they provoke them. Like, Luca tells the monster, quote unquote, shut up, idiot. So. Baka. <laughs> yeah, she, but she draws out like the Baka, like, Baka, you know, like, that, like, it's Yep. Very mockingly. Uh, so they so they transform into the Gokaijers, and the way that they do this is they have these cell phone things called uh, Mobirates, uh, with a little keyhole in the middle, and they take the Ranger keys, and they have their own personal Ranger keys that allow them to become the Gokaijers, and they insert the thing in, and then they turn it, and the thing says Gokaija, and they transform into the Gokaijers. Yep. Uh, Marvelous is Gokai Red, Joe is Gokai Blue, uh, Luca is Gokai Yellow, Dawn is Gokai Green, and I am is Gokai Pink. Yep. Uh, by the way, like, since I've just named him in the roll call, I want to note that, uh, Dawn, uh, has the weirdest pose ever when he's posing. He always Gokai has Green. weird poses. Too. Yeah, like, he's, like, holding roll his call, pants. Yeah. <laughs> He changes it up, dude. It's hilarious. I mean, it's so bad that, like, in a later episode, when, like, they have to fight, like, clones of themselves and they're doing the poses, Don is literally like, oh my god, do I seriously pose like that? So, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you don't know that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they all transform and they fight some Gorman, uh, and then they decide uh, to start using the other ranger keys to transform into past rangers because they can't do that. Uh, during this battle, they first transform into the go rangers, of course, because first super sentai, so it makes sense. Uh, and I'm pretty sure they also transform into uh, Maji Ranger and Shinkinger, although I think it was uh, Shinkinger before Maji Ranger. And uh, they defeat the Gorman, and then they. Uh, fight off the monster using uh, their typical finisher, where they where uh, their weapons are uh, things. They have a Gokai cutlass or no Gokai sword or something. I can't remember what it's called or not. And a Gokai gun, which are basically pistols and cutlasses like what pirates use. And they insert uh, the ranger keys into these tubes that their weapons have. And the thing will call like no wave, and then they'll all. Uh, and then they'll just like do a typical blaster slash attack and defeat the monster. Um, so they defeat the monster, and then the children and teachers come up thanking them for their help. And then Captain Marvelous was all like, "Are you? We weren't trying to help you. We were just pissed off that they ruined my curry. So we just taught them a lesson." And then they walk off. And that ends the first episode, where basically a bunch of uh, pirates, because they were pissed off that their curry got ruined, decided to screw with the enemy. And this is what spawns the entire season of Super Sentai. Yep. Um, Go figure. 
so after that, uh, we have episode two, the Word of This Planet, and pretty much uh, the next uh, couple of episodes uh, set up uh, what the ongoing story will be. Um, the Gokaijers, desperate to find the universe's uh, greatest treasure uh, as fast as they can, they ask uh, Navi to do uh, <coughs> what uh, I guess it's called like Treasure Navigate, where Navi will she'll hold out her wings and then she'll like come up with a prediction on while flying around like all crazy like oh my god it's crazy yeah <laughs> yeah and her prediction is that they find a man in black so in this episode uh they start looking for a man in black and eventually they come across this uh, kid who starts telling them about the super sentai because uh, the gokaijers actually don't know about the super sentai believe it or not and uh, the kid tries to steal one of the ranger keys, uh, I, I think he was, uh, um, he, I'm pretty sure he tried to steal the Shinken Red Ranger key, I'm pretty sure. Mod Z Red, I thought. <laughs> no, no, he tried to steal Shinken Red. Yeah. I remember this one. And he wants to use, okay. uh, he wants to use the power, uh, he wants to use the power to protect the planet because Marvelous doesn't want to. And then the Zongyak invades again, and pretty much what happens is that uh, after the kid fails to stop the Zongyak uh, by using the Shinken Red Power, um, he's able to he um, he pretty much challenges Captain Marvelous to find the worthiness of Earth by pretty much saying like if he's a pirate then he can find the worth of Earth himself, which Captain Marvelous becomes intrigued by. And then the Gokaijers, while obviously hanging on to their belief that they will find the universe's greatest treasure, also kind of hold this secret uh, desire to protect the Earth. Of course, being pirates, they're not going to admit that because they have to be anti-heroes, but you get what I mean. Um, so then after that, we get uh, the third episode, which is pretty much the final thing that'll set this up. It's called Changing Courage into Magic, where... Uh, pretty much, uh, while the Gokaijers, uh, they eventually do find that man in black, and he turns out to be Kaiazu, the former Maji Red. Not and, the cool, not the one I wanted to see, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, and both Dawn and Marvelous, they go chasing after him, they get cut off by Joe and the girls, and, um, and after Dawn goes through a test of courage, like, pretty much Captain Marvelous is hanging from a cliff, and he's about to get crushed by this boulder, and Don has to uh, go out of his way to, uh, uh, Don has to overcome his fear, because Don is a very timid and kind of easily scared guy, and he has to do that in order to save Captain Marvelous, and he proves himself worthy to Kaiazu, and this, of course, is significant, because from what I know in Maji Ranger, and maybe Anthony can attest to this, because I haven't seen Maji Ranger currently, uh, mm -hmm. the overarching theme of Maji Ranger was courage like they were turning courage into magic yep. so yeah that's how that's how they got their power is that uh courage was what factor in them transforming and using magic mm -hmm. oh that's cool i didn't know that that it was that's really it was badly translated in mystic force where all you have to do is believe in magic and the case of why kai the uh, magi red couldn't transform immediately because he didn't have the courage to use magic yet. That's why he couldn't join the team. Any place they used to he was going to the mall and allow him to join. Right? 
So after uh, Don passes Kai's test, uh, uh, Kai reveals that the universe, uh, the greatest treasure in the universe, is on Earth, and the Gokai just need to assemble the 34 uh, grand powers of the Super Sentai together in order for them to find it. And he gives them the Gokai, uh, the Maji Rangers grand power. And of course, this is uh, something that they're. Uh, since this is the tribute episode to Maji Ranger, the episode ends with the Gokai just defeating the monster uh, while transformed as the Maji Rangers with the Maji Ranger theme song playing in the background. Or it may not have, because sometimes they don't play the theme song, but for one reason or another. And uh, then they they're able to use the Grand Power. Uh, it allows them to summon the Maji Dragon, because that's what some of the Grand Powers do. It uh, allows the Gokai just to uh, summon. Uh, some of the mecha from the older Super Sentai seasons, and in this case, they're able to uh, summon the Maji Dragon and combine it with Gokaio. So, yeah, that was uh, so. That's the third episode. Uh, fourth episode is just uh, it, it's one of my favorites, but I'm not really going to talk about it much. It's just a filler episode where we learn a little bit more about Joe Gibkin. He gets humiliated by a monster. Uh, one oh monster yeah, easily defeats him mm -hmm. and. And, uh, and then he's able to defeat it by using five swords at the same time, which is awesome, by the way. Uh, um, after that, we get our tribute episode to uh, actually Majin Ranger's predecessor, Tokusou Sentai Deca Ranger. Um, yes. Navi's, uh, Navi's next prediction is that the Gokaijers simply need to ask the police uh, of ask the police about the universe's greatest treasure, which of course is the stupidest thing you can do when you're not only a pirate, but there's wanted posters of you guys all over the city by now. And that's actually no joke. Yeah. There and plus with, plus with how SPD in the Japanese version is, they aren't very likely to be like okay with just pirates walking up in their uh, department going, hey, you interested in the universe? Oh hey, you're you're on arrest. What is <laughs> what I do? <laughs> what? So marvelous, being his uh, typical uh, reckless self, he just bluntly walks into the police station, and then uh, he's almost arrested by one of the former Deck Rangers, that being Jasmine, the former Deck Yellow. Uh, she puts him in handcuffs, and then he tries to run away, and then he gets stopped by the former Decamaster, uh, Doggy Kluger, who tries to reprimand him, but then gets involved in this crisis where, uh, they have to fight this Zanya commander, who I'm pretty sure was a, who I'm pretty sure they were trying to base off of one of the, uh, alienizer criminals that the Deca Rangers fought for, and... Ultimately, went and ultimately, after you know gaining Cougar's respect, uh, Captain Marvelous is given his freedom because they realize that the Gokaijers, even though they're pirates, are technically actually still trying to fight against the Zanyak. So uh, the Gokaijers defeat the monster. They're given the Deca Rangers Grand Power, which allows them to form summon uh, Deca Red's old mecha. I think it was called the Pat Striker. And yeah, Pat Striker. <laughs> And then, they, and then they, and then the cops almost arrest the Gokaijers again, and then they get called off by the third Deca Ranger appearing in the special uh, Bond, the uh, former Deca Red, whose personality actually does not fit to how he used to be, because he used to be like the hot right. like, He was just like cool, collect. I was like, that's not Bond. Like, 
Did, did, so did Hoji take over his body? Did did Deku Blue take over his body for like a day or something? It was funny. I'm like, supposed to be covering my headphones right now. From right. being so loud. Like what the heck? So after that we get a uh, filler episode, which is pretty much a uh, fan service episode. We learn a little bit more about Lucas' past and why she tends to be and how she tends to be a little greedy and frugal with money and but of course the only reason that everybody remembers this episode is that she starts working for some witch dude and dresses up in a French maid's outfit, so yeah, that's not fan service at all, is it? They, um, yeah, that's not a fan service at all. <laughs> um, after that, we get our tribute episode to Geki Ranger, and the episode is called uh, Nikki Nikki Kimpo Lesson, which is, and the whole uh, Nikki Nikki part is obviously uh, related to the Geki Ranger episode, seen as uh, every single Geki Ranger episode had these nonsensical. Uh, phrases that John, the former Geki Red, would say in the title, like, because I don't, oh, like, yeah. for those of you who haven't seen Geki Ranger, uh, John was like this, uh, Geki Red, he was this guy who was raised in the wild by tigers, and, you know, he's not really used to, like, typical, uh, society, so he frequently uses, like, very weird, nonsensical phrases to, uh, say stuff. Like, if something is good, he calls it Waki Waki, and, uh, when he sends his monsters, he's like Mushu Mushu or something like that, I think. So yeah. Uh, so in this episode, uh, the Gokai, uh, the Gokai face off against this uh, monster that's sort of kind of ish based off of a former Geki Ranger monster. It's called, uh, and I'm probably totally gonna butcher this. Uh, it's called a uh, Pacha Kamat the Thirteenth. I don't know, but uh. You know, he fights the Gokaijers, and he uses this power to, like, steal the Rangers' weapons, and, uh, and, you know, and Joe, Luca, and Marvelous are able to fight the monster off due to them being more practiced in hand-to-hand combat, but Ayam and Dawn are easily overpowered, and then, uh, so then while they're out walking, they spot this mysterious guy who, of course, is John from Geki Ranger, uh, teaching people how to fight, uh, you know, using Kimpo like Geki Jukin, and then he trains the two to become Geki Rangers, and that's when they ultimately get their, uh, they're given the Geki Rangers power, which allows them to summon all of the uh, Geki Jukin spirits to attack uh, while using Gokaio, and... Uh, but I thought they were supposed to let go of the weapons. Shut up! Do we have to mention the Gokai drug? God damn it, Anthony, you ruined it. Oh my god, it- Okay, cool, yeah, Riz just dropped Anthony from the call, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That was hilarious. He, he can't do that. That's like a slap in the face to the greatness of Gokaiser. Don't bring this Megaforce crap into my Gokaiser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have Troy- Troyvalis here. <laughs> okay, so- <clears throat> and When Anthony that, gets back in here, I'm gonna tell him that. Okay. What happened? You sacrilegious <laughs> piece of crap. Nothing. I made a simple joke and y'all took it way too far. <laughs> you simple did joke. We, did we? Simple. <laughs> you defiled the good name of Gokaiser by bringing in that marvelous crap. Not marvelous, uh, trivialist crap. I regret nothing. You're a monster. 
I know. No, but I hate him too. Let's screw him. Let's screw Troy. I don't believe you anymore. No, I know, really. I don't believe you. It's the one time thing. Once a Mark Megaforce fan, always a Megaforce fan, I guess. Hey, 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 hey. Take that back. I'm not a Megaforce fan. No. No. Hmm? So, uh, anyway, back to the views. <laughs> so, as I have, we get uh, episode eight, uh, Little Spy Tactics. It's pretty much a filler episode where this uh, mm-hmm. double headed monster is like trying to spy on the Gokaijers uh, by figuring out what they want to do. Uh, the only significant thing that happens in this episode is that uh, Nobby gives them uh, the prediction for the next uh, tribute episode, uh, saying that um, they need to find a floating island in the sky. Uh, so the Gokai just defeat the spy monster, and then that leads into the next episode called Lion Run, where the Gokaijers, you know, they're looking for the floating island in the sky, and they find the uh, the floating island of the sky that was the base for the Gal Rangers. And I'm not sure if it was called the Animaria or not in Gal Ranger, because it's been a long time since I've seen that series. It um, was, the, yeah, like the, it was a little worded differently, but it's, it's still the same yeah. thing. Uh, and this is probably the episode I remember the least about, so I'll just try to sum this up as best I can. Pretty much, uh, the Gokaijers, they arrive on the Animaria, uh, the Gal Lion, which was the Zord for the, uh, well, okay, it was called the, they were called Power Animals in, uh, in Gal Ranger. Plus, I do believe there was one or two episodes for the Wild Force Rangers, and Power Rangers Wild Force mistakenly referred to them as Power Animals, because bad writing, but I'm not even sure but um, <clears throat> it was the power animal for Gal Red, and then they meet up with uh, Kakaru Shishi. Um, he's, uh, he's the former uh, Gal Red who's a vet, who was a vet, and after Joe and Luca save a group of people, he deems them worthy, and he gives them the Gal Ranger's grand power, which allows them to summon Gal Lion and have Gokaio merge with it. So... It's based like a Taurus type, like like a Centaurus type. Yeah. <clears throat> it, 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 anyway, I like it that much. So I was with you. Uh, then after that, we get a tenth episode card game. Uh, pretty much just a poker episode that shows how awesome Luca can be at poker when she's cheating. Uh, that's it. After that, we get a two-parter episode for the tribute episode for Samurai Sentai Shinkinger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love this. I love the two-parter so much. So what happens in this episode is Nabi gives the prediction for the for the samurai uh, for, uh, to find a samurai. And while the Gokaijers are out, they, uh, they eventually do find who they're looking for, and that is... Uh, one of the Shinkinjers, although it's actually not one of the members of the main team, it actually turns out to be Karu Shiba. She was the uh, Jaime Shinkin Red, so she was the female Shinkin Red who briefly took over for Takeru at the end of the series. And as she shows up with her obnoxious sidekick Tanba, I hate Tanba. I hate him. I hate him so much. He was so he was so mean to Ginta in the series, and let's just say I love that scene where Daigoyo uh, shoots him with discs. And get this like, yeah, that, and get this all like, yeah, Daigoyo, you keep shooting him. Good boy. Right? <laughs> uh, but anyway, moving on. Um, so, Kawashiba, she comes up and she's demanding that the Gokaijers return the Ranger Keys, uh, the Shinkinja Ranger Keys. Uh, and that's when uh, 
Joe challenges her to a sword fight. Uh, well, okay, first she fights Captain Marvelous, but then Captain Marvelous, being a pirate, tries to play dirty by actually shooting her with his gun, and Joe doesn't think that's fair. So uh, he challenges her to a fight, and if he wins, she gives them the Shinkin Shran power, and if she wins, they surrender the Ranger Keys. But then during the uh, during the ensuing battle, uh, the Zonyak attacks, uh, they're being led by this... Uh, elite action commander who I think was like part of the Emperor's uh, elite guard and while they're and while they're fighting um, one of the we actually get a, a bit more of an origin story for Joe <coughs> um, now I don't know if we've said this in the video or not but uh, the Zanyak are being led uh, they got uh, they're being led by uh, Prince uh, Warzugil who's the Emperor's idiot son and a very annoying villain who pretty much whines whenever he doesn't get what he wants. I never liked him um, their second in command is Damaras, uh, this character who won't really do much until, like, uh, near the end of the series. Uh, he's pretty much just, uh, he's the actual serious villain and the one who actually should be in charge. Um, yeah. you have Insarn, who's the, uh, female villain. She has a crush on Warsgill, and she's the, like, scientist. Did she? Actually... I don't think she did. I think she, I mean, I think she did have somewhat of an affection for him. Someone. I don't think so. I think she was just as annoyed with him as uh, as Damaris was. Well, it, but uh, she's uh, pretty much the scientist, and she uh, she's actually the creator of the uh, <coughs> uh, weapon that they use to enlarge the monsters to make them grow. And then the final villain, and he's the significant part of this, his name is Barry Zorg. And he's basically this cyborg villain who rarely, if ever, says anything other than yes, boss. Yes, and, boss. And he's yes, master. the loyal protector of Warzugil. And while the while the Gokaijus are battling against <clears throat> the Zanyak when Warzugil uh, actually shows up during the fight, Barry Zorg defends him, and he starts using a fighting style that Joe recognizes heavily. Uh, like, you know, the sword style turns out to resemble that of a former friend of his named Sid Mamet. Because in this episode, we learn that before becoming a Gokaiger, Joe was a member of the Zanyak's special forces, and he was trained under Sid Mamet, who was his friend. And Joe apparently, uh, uh, he turned on the Zanyak when he, when they ordered him to kill a group of kids. And he's been on the run from them ever since. And Warzugil, uh, he and Sid broke out, and he never saw, uh, he and uh, Sid broke out, and he never saw Sid again. And it turns out, Warzugil reveals this, that Sid was turned into Barry's org. Uh, like, he's pretty much completely loyal to Warzugil. And, yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty much, um, it's kind of a little bit like, uh, say, you, uh, showed you Sentai Life Man, which is interesting because we'll be getting into that Sentai in a little bit. Uh, you know, where his enemy is turned in, uh, where his friend is turned into his enemy, and Joe also discovers that there's no way to turn up, like, he can't get through to Barry's Zorg, like, Barry's Zorg doesn't even recognize him, which, of course, tears him apart. So, in part two, <clears throat> uh, in part two, um, what happens is we learn a bit more about Joe's backstory, and he's torn apart by not being able to turn Sid back, 
but then he remembers what happened afterward. Uh, he was attacked by the Zangyak, saved by Marvelous, who then recruited him to become another Gokaiger, and that's when he swore to uh, be with Marvelous, like, pretty much, like, be Marvelous's main bro, because, you know, he's a good bro, not an anti-bro. Hey. Marvelous was like, Marvelous was like, be my Nakama. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> There's so many One Piece references you can make with this yeah, crew. There it is, there it is. <laughs> and he realizes that even though he's lost Sid, he still has the other Gokaijus as his friends. Uh, Karu Shiba is... Karu, despite having previously had a chance to steal the other Ranger Keys, uh, realizes the bond that the pirates share, and she concedes defeat, and she gives the Shinkinjers the grand power... She gives the Gokaijus the Shinkinjers grand power, which allows Gokaio to physically combine with Gao Lion to form a uh, Shinken Gokaio, which is made to resemble Shinkino in, a, in some pretty cool ways. And it's a pretty cool robot, uh, I'll say. And weirdly, weirdly, they, weirdly, it just transforms uh, Gao Lion instead of making its own Zords to yeah, fuse with Gokaio. Yeah, that's kind of that weird. Was, that's kind of lazy, honestly. That, but whatever, it still looks cool. Yeah, it still looks cool, but it's just, it's lazy. Just a little bit. So after that, we get another filler episode where I am gets held up by gunpoint by some kidnapper and not nothing really to talk about with that filler episode. Uh, next up, we get a, now the next couple of episodes are going to be pretty significant, so I'm going to try and skim over these as much as I can, but we actually don't get a filler episode for these next couple of episodes, uh, which is pretty good, because, I mean, to go, like, I mean, I'm, if I'm looking at this, uh, okay, like, almost, like, eight episodes without a filler episode, that's pretty big, so, congrats, Gokaiger, given how most Sentais these days tend to pile on too much with filler episodes. Ah, the good old days. Mm-hmm. Um, we substance. Uh, so we get episode 14, which is a tribute episode to Gixil Sentai Car Ranger, and of course, seeing as they're tributing this episode to a parody of Super Sentai, they're being very parody, like very parody-esque themselves. Uh, very. So pretty much, uh, the episode begins in a weird way where Navi is having a dream that she's a car. Yes, she's dreaming that she's a car, going really fast. It's a pretty weird. Vroom vroom vroom. And she predicts. Uh, you know, talking about, like, obeying the rules of car safety to find the next grand power. This leads the Gokaijers to finding, uh, Yosuke or something. I can't remember what his name is. He's the former Red Racer. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, Insarn also falls in love with Red Racer when she sees him. And she sends up this monster called Jellusto, who unfortunately has a crush on fur, <laughs> to, <laughs> to go and, uh, to go and capture Red Racer to bring him back. We actually get this really weird uh, flashback where it shows them both in, like, high school uniforms. Monsters in high school uniforms. I mean... Oh uh, <laughs> this, is, this is... This is legit one of the most funny episodes of Super Sentai. <laughs> so they come together, you know, they try to find... Uh, they try to get Red Racer... Uh, that there's actually this uh, cool uh, fourth wall breaking thing where uh, 
Now, I don't think I mentioned this, but uh, in the previous Super Sentai Tribute episodes, whenever we've actually seen a past ranger, they'll actually take like a little shadow of their ranger form that'll appear like in an overhead effect over them. And when it appears on Red Ranger, <laughs> he like swats it away. This episode knows how to tribute Car Ranger, right? It's messed up my face. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, <clears throat> so, so they fight Jellisto. Uh, oh, and here's another Jellisto. Uh, Jellisto, sorry. Here's another uh, funny part. Uh, when they're fighting the monster, they initially transform into Turbo Ranger, and then Red Ranger is like, "No, you got the wrong team. Damn it! Transform into Car Ranger," which of course <laughs> might also be kind of a you know reference to how Car Ranger was trans. Uh, was uh, adapted into Cultical Sentai Turbo Ranger, so that's pretty funny. And that's a pretty subtle thing. So, but yeah, they de they defeat Jellusito. Gel he gets uh, uh, he doesn't die. He just uh, he just uh, well after this brief part where he like confesses his love for Insarn while kneeling down while in giant form, he gets defeated by Gokaio. Uh, the Zonyak throws him out in the garbage, and apparently Red Racer, he gives the, uh, he gives the Gokaijers the grand power of the Car Ranger, which is apparently just the ability to do their pose. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their, their grand power was totally useless. Yeah. <laughs> and, even, and even Navi says that. So after that, we get a two-part episode, um... It starts off with, uh, it's called A Privateer Appears. So, <clears throat> Navi's, uh, next prediction is that great danger awaits the Gokaijers. And then when they're, when they're out looking, they get met by this mysterious pirate. He's accompanied by a robotic monkey. Uh, and he reveals himself to be Bosco. Well, his full name is Bosco Tajalokia, but... We're just gonna call him Bosco because it's a pain in the a pain in the butt to refer to him by that full name. Yeah. Um, Bosco appears to know Captain Marvelous. He even has his own uh, nickname for Marvelous, Marvy Chan. Uh, Marvy Chan. Uh, <laughs> and after a brief fight with Bosco, Marvelous reveals that, <clears throat> and this is where we get a bit of an origins uh, story for how the Gokaijus came to be. Uh, prior to becoming a Gokaiger, Marvelous was part of a group called the Akaki Pirates, like the Red Pirate Gang. Uh, it was him, Bosco, and, and this might be a twist, like, uh, you guys, um, they were actually led by, now, hold your breath, like, you might have to sit down for this guy's, uh, Aka Red. That's right, Aka Red. Um, for those of you who don't know, who don't remember who Aka Red was, he was this, uh, character, we first saw him in Gogo Sentai, Bokenger vs. Super Sentai, where he was basically an embodiment of all the spirits of the former Red Rangers. And he is, and he, and apparently he, Marvelous, and Bosco, they were going around, and they were the ones, they gathered up all the Ranger keys, and that's how they, uh, and that's how the Gokai just came to be in possession. But then Bosco betrayed them, because he wanted to ally himself with the Zangyak, uh, <clears throat> Traitor! Yeah. And during the ensuing battle, uh, Aqua Red disappeared while Captain Marvelous was left by himself. And that's what led Captain Marvelous into here. 
<laughs> now, now, uh, after that, um, Marvelous confronts Bosco, and Bosco reveals, there's another plot twist, Bosco reveals that he has more ranger fees. This is a dun-dun-dun part. Dun-dun-dun! Uh, the ranger keys that Bosco has to, has gotten are the uh, ones for the sixth ranger. So he has 15 ranger keys. That's uh, Dragon Ranger, Kiba Ranger, King Ranger, Mega Fire Soldier, Ranger, uh, uh, Time Fire, Shurikinja, uh, <coughs> okay, pr pretty much all the main sixth rangers. I don't want to name them all. Uh, yeah. I mean, and Decker Bright, too. Yeah. Um, and not only that, but he has this, uh, trumpet thing called the Rapatara, I think, uh, and he's able to, which has keyholes in it, and he's able to insert the ranger keys in there and, like, blow into it to create these ranger key worlds. So, uh, the other Gokaijers arrive and they fight, <coughs> excuse me, pardon me, uh, they fight ranger key clones for, uh, for both of the green ones, so Dragon Ranger and Shirby Kinja. Um, they also fight, uh, Time Fire, Deca Break, and, um, I, I can't, oh yeah, King Ranger, I'm sorry. And, yep. <coughs> and they defeat those Ranger Keys, and the Ranger Key clones, uh, revert back to their Ranger Key form when they're defeated. And, but then Cap, but then Bosco unleashes his other ten Ranger Key clones, who then capture the Gokaijers, uh, well, all of them except Marvelous, and, you know, Bosco allows Hint Marvelous to keep the five Ranger Keys that he defeated, and then he captures the Gokaijers. Um, that le then leads to episode 16, where Captain Marvelous is trying to save the other Gokaijers, and uh, Marvelous dema uh, Bosco demands that uh, Captain Marvelous surrender the Ranger Keys in exchange for the for the um, other super, for the other super sentai, uh, for the other Gokaijers, and you know Captain Marvelous, uh, they're able to come up with this plan where, uh, like it's kind of a weird thing. Like what they do is Captain Marvelous throws the uh, Ranger keys up into the air, and then they, and then they're able to like get a Mobirate into Don's mouth, and then the Shinkinja Ranger key conveniently land, uh, no, 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 the Shinkin Green Ranger Key conveniently falls into Joe's mouth, and he's able to insert <coughs> the thing into Don's Mobirate, and he's able to change. And they free themselves, and then they defeat Bosco's other ten Ranger Key clones, thus, so they're able to steal all those other Ranger Keys, which means that now the Gokaiders have access to all the six Ranger Ranger Keys, and then Bosco reveals at the end, um, that he has more ranger keys. He has the ten ranger keys that hold the powers for the extra rangers. And I remember all these ones. It includes a Signal Man from Car Ranger, uh, Black Knight, um, Deca Master, Deca Swan, uh, Wolzard Fire, Maji Mother, Jaime Shinken Red, uh, Rio and Melee from Geki Ranger, and uh, Zubon from Go uh, from Bokinger. So yeah, Bosco was doing quite a lot, quite a lot finding all those ranger keys. So good for him. Um, <clears throat> now before we go on in, into the next episode, there is a summon briefly that we do have to talk about because this is uh, 
this is uh, technically part of the lineup canon. Um, it, we have to talk briefly talk about it. I'm not going to go into full detail over this because I mean, because I don't want to like go like detail for detail in every episode. But um, technically, we do have to talk about this here. Uh, this is the first crossover movie that the Gokaijers did. Uh, Gokaiger. It's called the movie's full title is called Gokaiger Gosager Super Sentai 199 Hero Great Battle. Um. And pretty much, uh, well, what happens in this episode is that uh, the Gosagers attack the Gokaijers, they steal their ranger keys back, and they're able to regain their powers, and then they end up uh, battling this uh, revived guy, revived version of the Black Cross King, um, the enemy of the, uh, of the Go Rangers. And during the battle, the Gokaijers gain, like, a huge uh, amount of grand powers, uh, since the spirits of the Super Sentai appear to them, uh, so <clears throat> I can't remember all the powers. I'm pretty sure they gain. Uh, I know they gain Go Ranger, Jaka. Um, well, actually, you know what? Pretty much every single Grand Power. I mean, do you guys remember all the Grand Powers that they got? Because they got a lot in that movie. They got a lot. I don't know what they all are anymore. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, pretty much this movie was made simply because they simply because they didn't want to make every single episode of Kokaiger a tribute episode. I mean, come on, let's be honest with ourselves on that. Uh, so yeah. it's kind of true. Yeah, I mean uh, that's a good thing. <clears throat> but yeah, so they get they get a lot of uh, grand powers. Uh, plus, it's cool at the end. Uh, they end up uh, fighting, uh, there's like this huge mecha battle at the end where they get all the main mechas, like, you know, Daijuken, Dairino, uh, and, uh, you know, Jet Icarus and all that. So that was a pretty cool final mecha battle. So after that, uh, moving back to the series proper, uh, we have episode 17, which is called The Amazing uh, Silver Color Man. Uh, which is basically the debut of the Silver Ranger, the Sixth Ranger, Go Kai Silver. So what happens here is that Navi predicts that the Go Kaijers next, uh, for the next prediction, uh, they need to find a silver-colored man. Uh, silver. Yeah. And uh, while they're out there. <clears throat> While they're out, they're actually getting pursued by this really flamboyant uh, Super Sentai fanboy who was actually incredibly flamboyant. <laughs> yeah, like this guy takes flamboyancy to a whole new level. Yes. <laughs> you know, but and he actually appears at the beginning of the episode. We see the Gokaijers using a number of their grand powers, including the Ghostagers' grand power, which allows them to summon all the Ghostay headers. And, you know, this guy's watching them. He's like, oh, my God, it's the Gosei Hunters. I can't wait to see them use more. So uh, <laughs> so he appears to the Gokaijers, and he's asking them to be the sixth Gokaiger. And, uh, you know, he, uh, by the way, he uh, introduces himself. His name is uh, Guy Ikari, or Ikari Guy. And he, um, he actually has this... <laughs> He has this hilarious uh, fantasy sequence where, like, he says, like, oh where he imagines gosh. what he wants the Gokaijers to be like, and, you know, and they're all, like, completely acting, like, you know, completely different. You know, like, Captain Marvelous is all like, hi, I'm Marvelous. And, you know, sometimes I tend to be kind of stupid, but I'm still awesome. And then, uh... <laughs> and, then, uh <laughs> and then, 
And then Joe was like, I'm Joe, and I love baseball. And then, and I am is probably the funniest one. She's like, hi, I'm I am. And oh, I seem pretty unchanged, don't I? <laughs> and then of course, uh, and then of course the fantasy sequence ends, and uh, and with Don actually pointed out how he was completely excluded from that um because yeah. guy I, was in his place so yeah, i love i love the freaking the freaking quote-unquote epic walk <laughs> where everyone's everyone's doing the classic like, cool walk in the shadows while while guy he's doing this weird strike oh my god oh my god <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> Oh my god, that's awesome. freaking hilarious. Yeah. And you got the epic music playing in the background. He looks so awkward. They're so awkward. He's like so out of so, place from everyone else. So they of course say no to Guy. And then uh, in the next battle, uh, when the Gokaijers are battling this next uh, action commander who has like this explosive attached to his neck, uh, Guy shows up. And he has this thing, and he apparently reveals that he has a device known as the Gokai Cellular, which he's able to use with this Ranger key to transform into Gokai Silver. And he transforms into Gokai Silver, and he defeats the monster, and then that leads to the next episode, where he reveals that um, he had always been a fan of Super Sentai, and one day after he was uh, injured while saving a little girl from being ran over by a truck, um, he was approached by the spirits of these three former, uh, by these three six rangers, all of whom are deceased, are officially deceased in the Super Sentai universe, that being uh, Dragon Ranger, Time Fire, and Abar Killer. Although only Abar Killer appeared in his unhinged form. Um, yeah, and they gave and they gave him the uh, Gokai Silver Ranger key and the Gokai Cellular, as well as the grant, as well as granting him the grand powers of their teams, and that's how he became Gokai Silver. And of course, Guy now asks to join the Gokaijers, but of course, Captain Marvelous is like, "Well, okay, we'll take these grand powers that you have access to, but you suck, so you got to get out." Um, mm-hmm. Well, Pretty much. Okay. Well, okay, he doesn't actually say that, but um, technically Captain Marvelous is really just concerned about a guy as young as, uh, well, guy, getting involved in finding the Zanya because it's a really dangerous thing to be doing. But he also rightfully asks the question on, you know, what on what guy has to offer because, you know, uh, he, because the other Gokaijers have things to contribute, and so he's asking what Guy can contribute. So then in the next battle, when Guy recklessly prints, uh, like, charges into a fight without his Gokai Cellular, there's actually, <clears throat> it's actually this really, uh, awkward moment, like, he t- like, he's moving his hands as if he has his Gokai Cellular, and he's like, Gokai change, he's like, damn it, I, wa- I don't have my Cellular anymore, fuck. Excuse the <laughs> language, sorry. Um, so the Gokai just come and save him, and when Guy is still spewing his same rhetoric, like, pretty much saying, like, I'm not just going to find, like, I'm pretty much going to destroy the Zanya, which, of course, the Gokaijers find to be completely unrealistic. Captain Marvel is, gives Guy his Gokai Cellular, and he's able to join them as Gokai Silver. They do an all-Silver Ranger change to contribute to Guy. Um, and <clears throat> then Guy reveals, uh, through the grand powers that he received, he's able to 
use his own mecha. Uh, the Time Ranger's Grand Power allows him to actually summon the mecha called Goju Drill. Uh, drag, um, the Dragon Ranger Key allows him to transform it into a dinosaur form known as Goju Rex. And the Ava Ranger's Grand Power allows him to transform it into its main warrior mode called Goju Jin. Yo, what really confused me is that how did Time Ranger know how to make how to make that Sithy for him? Who knows? I mean, I never, I never questioned, I never, I never really knew what was that deal was that. I mean, sure, he like in Time Force that might make sense. I mean, like any one of the any one of the Time Force Rangers could have easily been looked up. Well, the Mega Force Rangers have been like, hey, like who's in this? Team, you know, that Zord, you know. So that makes sense, but I don't know. Just, yeah. I mean, they later, they later have it that we're like, oh, well, uh, one of the other Time Rangers actually made this ship, but, you know, you heard to give an explanation on that. Maybe it was, I mean, I mean, some people said that they saw it as being kind of like a prototype for the uh, Time Jets, which was the, which was the mecha for the main five Time Rangers. I mean, I guess mm -hmm. maybe you could say that, because, I mean, who knows, plus, I mean, hey, maybe the Time Rangers just looked back into the past from the 30th century and saw that this was going to happen, so maybe they just made a mistake. I mean, right. That's possible. <clears throat> Started out, we have episode 19, Armor of the 15 Warriors. Um, it's pretty much a typical episode, it's pretty much a typical post-Six Ranger joining episode, i.e., uh, one of the Gokaijers, in this case Dawn, feels kind of threatened by Guy's position on the team, and then the episode, and in the episode, um, there's two significant things that happen. Uh, we actually find out that through his imagination, Guy is able to merge multiple Ranger teams together. Uh, he starts off by being able to somehow merge the Go-On Gold and Go-On Silver Ranger teams together when the Gokaijers all go, uh, go on to create a go on wings hybrid which is pretty cool um and then he's able to do that even further by combining all 15 of the uh sixth ranger ranger keys to uh don this uh battleizer and the only reason i say battleizer is because i can't think of any other word to use um this uh golden armor with the faces of all the sixth rangers on his uh on the chest and this is simply called gold mode which is it's a cool concept but i don't really like the design i mean i kind of agree with link it's kind of ugly in a way yeah i don't get why he had to get a power up this early like this could have been used like maybe halfway into the show but i don't know yeah like he got it like very very early into when he joined like yeah why <clears throat> so after that, we get our Gingaman tribute episode, where, um, and it's actually in this episode where they learn that Guy can be a bit more useful in finding grand powers. Uh, so what happens is, um, Navi predicts the next prediction will be the Lost Forest, which then leads to them, uh, eventually venturing into the, uh, Ginga Forest, where the Gingaman lives. And, um, it's there that they find uh, one of the former Gingaman. Well, he's te technically he was only the Black Knight, so he's not officially a Gingaman, but he's a Huga, uh, right. the Black Knight, and he's being attacked he's by. 
Yeah. He's being attacked by Bosco, who's also attempting to obtain the Grand Powers. And pretty much what happens here is that uh, um, uh, Huga demands to uh, be given guys Gokai cellular, cellular so that he can transform into uh, Gokai Silver and protect the world. But ultimately, Guy refuses because he doesn't want to give up his dream. And Huga claims that that's him passing the test. And um, after the Gokai just defeat Bosco, um, as well as uh, getting the Black Knight Ranger Key, because they're able to defeat that uh, Ranger Key clone. Although, uh, th they also defeat the uh, Deckmaster, Walzard Fire, and Maji Mother Ranger Key clones, but uh, Bosco's monkey sidekick, uh, Sally, I guess her name is, uh, is able to retrieve yep. those Ranger Keys. Um, so, they defeat. I hate it when I did that. It's like, oh, did they finally get the Ranger Keys? Like, oh, never mind, the monkey took them. Ugh. Yeah. But they do get the Black Knight Ranger Key. Um, and pretty much after that, uh, <clears throat> um, after getting the, uh, Yuga is able to, uh, transfer the grand power of the Ginga Man into the, in, <clears throat> into his Ranger Key, and they get the grand power. We don't actually figure out what the grand power does until later. Like, apparently, uh, it just allows Go Jujin to use an attack similar to what, uh, Black Knight's uh, Mecha Ghost Horus could use, um, but yeah, that's it, and we get two guest appearances. We get Hugo, who's the main character, uh, plus Ryuma, uh, the former King of Red, also does make, uh, does make a very brief appearance, uh, you know, the two brothers together again, because that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Now, now a significant part of this, and this is something that uh, I technically skimmed over, but uh, we actually find out that Bosco was able to forcibly steal the Grand Powers in this episode. Uh, he's able to use his trumpet, the Rapatara, to uh, basically suck the Grand Power out of any host. So that's kind of an important thing to note. Yep. Um, after that, we get the tribute episode uh, to Bokinger called The Adventurer Heart. Uh, not, not really much to say here. They, they, they get approached by uh, Sataru Akashi, uh, the former Boken Red. He enlists their help into recovering an artifact, which then leads to them fighting against uh, Captain uh, Ryuan, the one of their former villains, and they're ultimately able to defeat him with the Boken Grand Power, since they had already. Uh, uh, by the way, the Bokinger Grand Power was one of the Grand Powers that they had already obtained in the Ghost Age of Crossover movie, so... Uh, not really much else to say other than this uh, pretty cool moment where uh, where all the Gokaijers except uh, Marvelous and Luka are fighting this monster, and guys suggest they all go ninja. He transforms into Shurikinger from Hurricaneger, but then the others transform into the Copy Rangers, and that of course pisses them off because it's not consistent. I feel like that happens pretty often, though. Yeah. Yep. That actually happens in the next episode, which I'm not going to talk about because it's just a filler, typical filler episode where they got to stop a meteorite from hitting Earth, where a guy and Joe are fighting, and they decide to go on. They decide to attack with dinosaurs. Uh, guy transforms into Dragon Ranger. Joe transforms into Omar Blue, and that pisses Guy off. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was a uh, so that was that. Um, next up, we get episode twenty-three, which is the uh, 
which is the Gogo Five tribute episode, and it's pretty much the exact same thing as the Gingaman tribute episode, except with a different uh, focus. Um, the Gokaiders are told to help people in order to get the grand power. So while Captain Marvelous and Guy are giving old people piggyback rides up the stairs, and Joe and Don are apparently spending time with this drag queen, very disturbing. Uh, he's apparently also giving them makeovers, apparently. Uh, uh, Luca and Iam end up, uh, saving, <clears throat> end up, uh, meeting this nurse who, uh, helps this pregnant woman, and she actually turns out to be, uh, I can't remember what her name is, uh, I think her name is Matsuri. She's the former, uh, Go Pink from Go Go 5, and... She was Go Go Pink? Yeah, Go Pink. Yeah, yeah, go pink. And she gets attacked by Bosco, uh, who's attempting to steal her glam power, but, and they're able to stop Bosco, they fight some Ranger Key clones again, and then they, uh, Bosco was able to somehow use Gorman in this episode, because Mazanyak uh, loaned him some of them, and then they save the day. And they get the Go-Go Fight's glam power, which allows them to, uh, use attacks similar to, uh, the Go Go Five Victory Robo, like uh, they're able to, sh it's able to shoot water and use a fire slash finisher similar to Victory Robo. Um, then after that we get a <clears throat> another filler episode called Foolish Earthlings. Um, and I'm <clears throat> and I and this may be a filler episode, but I just have to talk about this because of just how weird this episode is. So. That monster from the Car Ranger tribute episode, Jellicito, uh, he gets found by a Takoyaki salesman. The mm -hmm. Takoyaki salesman wants to take him in as a pet, his mom is against it, and then he saves the guy's mom from he saves the guy's mom from being killed, and then Jellicito falls in love with the person's mom, and they get married and they and then they become start expecting a child together. It's a really weird episode. Yeah, very weird. That, yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> On to happier stuff. Like yeah. the Pirates of Ninja. <laughs> that's right. So, we next up we get a two-part episode. It's a tribute to Nimpu Sentai Hurricaneer. What happens here is um, we get the... Uh, uh, the next two Zangyak action commanders are actually descendants from these two uh, Hurricane villains. Uh, one is called Sandaru, and the other is like Satu Rakalama. I can't remember what his name is. Uh, I'm just going to say Sadarako. Um, villain A, villain B. That works yeah. out really well to you. So they go around yep. and they're turning human beings into nuts. Um, and. Uh, Marvelous Joe and Luca end up getting captured by him, and uh, <clears throat> Guy is able to defeat Sandaru with Gojujin, but Sadaraka uh, gets but Sadaraka gets uh, gets away, and he still has the other Gokaijers. And the appearance of these uh, space ninjas prompts the main three Hurricanejers, that being uh, Yosuke, Hurricane Red. Kota, Hurricane Yellow, and Nanami, Hurricane Blue, to appear, and they, um, and they request their ranger keys get brought back, uh, so that they can save the Gokaijers, they're given their ranger keys, they save Joe, Luca, and, 
uh, Marvelous, and then all, and then the six Gokaijers team up with the main three Hurricaneer. And I'm pretty sure this is the first time, like, this is interesting enough, this is the first time ever in a Super Sentai history where a team-up episode, in this case, like, one team uh, crossing over with the other, actually was part of uh, the ongoing television series, because team-up episodes never happened uh, aside from movies. So this was a pretty special occasion. Uh, they're able to come together, defeat Sadaraka, the go uh, the Hurricane just give the Gokaijers the grand power, which allows them to summon, uh, one of their old mechas known as Furaimaru, which is this talking mecha that, uh, it, it, uh, in case you guys, uh, haven't seen Hurricane you might recall that thing that they used to combine their mecha called the Mini Zord in, uh, Ninja Storm, well, that's what Furaimaru is, uh, so yeah, that's cool. Um, and that's that episode, uh, then we get a filler episode, uh, where Luca and Don switch bodies, and, yeah, that's not even about that. weird. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. But then we get Jetman. Yeah. Yep, my personal favorite tribute episode, um, <clears throat> uh, so, in this episode, the Gokaijers, uh, well... In the episode, they're fighting against this bounty hunter who looks a lot like Boba Fett, believe it or not. Uh, his name is called Diado, by the way. And this strikes fear into Captain Marvelous, because Captain Marvelous previously fought Kiado before, and Kiado pretty much beat him. So this pretty much kills Captain Marvelous. And while they're out fighting, the Gokaijers are approached by the spirit, by this mysterious spirit who um, calls himself Yuki Guy. And, and of course, <clears throat> Guy reveals that there was a former Jetman called Yuki Guy. And for those of you who have that seen Gokaiger, I mean, uh, Jetman, um, pretty much what happened in, uh, I'm sorry for the spoilers, but this, that's just how it is. Uh, Jetman ended where the Black Ranger, Black Condor, uh, Yuki Guy, he was on his way to the wedding, um, the wedding of... Red Hawk and White Swan, and he was stabbed to death on the way. Now, now originally, uh, it was very ambiguous on whether or not he actually died or if he just simply got injured and later got help, but this episode does confirm that he did in fact die. So, it pretty much answered like a decade-old question. <clears throat> and what happened was that Guy has come back down to Earth because he beat the goddess of heaven in a poker game, so... Uh, yeah, because that happened. And, uh, <laughs> and she allowed him to come back down to Earth so that he could, you know, watch over his friends. And he doesn't want the Gokaijers to get the other Jetman involved in it because at this point the Jetman have only just been able to get over Guy's death. And he wants it to stay that way because he really cares about his former Jetman. Because, because the thing about Jetman was that the Jetman were a very close team. They had a very loving relationship, and Guy doesn't want the other Jetman to get involved in that. So, he goes so far as to, like, steal Joe and Marvelous's Mobirates, and even, you know, calls... He calls Marvelous a coward because he's not able to face his fears, but then when... <clears throat> but then when Captain Marvelous sees Yuki Guy uh, wanting to fight the ghost fight the Zanyak himself, and he's even able to transform, because, you know, he's dead, so he doesn't need a ranger team. Um, Captain Marvelous regains his spirit, and they're given the 
they're given the grand power of the Jetman, which allows them all to use the Jet Phoenix, which they all combine together for like this fire-like Phoenix attack. And then Guy uh, goes back to heaven, and yeah, it, it's probably one of my favorite, all-time favorite Super Sentai episodes. I just love this episode. Um, but I don't want to keep us, uh, <clears throat> like this review's been going on for pretty long, so I don't want to, uh, you know, go into so much detail with all of this. Uh, uh, so, I could talk about that. You're kind of going in and out with your. Yeah, you're breaking I think the audio is getting kind of scurry. Audio is getting scurry. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. 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 Okay. <clears throat> my, my apologies for that. Um. So the next episode that we get is a an official tribute to uh, Baku Sentai Avaranger. Uh What happens here is um, um, after um, it's kind of a weird episode. Uh, pretty much uh, after Iam goes through like this multiple suit change to like beat a monster, like she goes to a nurse, a uh, a police officer, you know all that stuff. Uh, they get found by uh, Yukito Sanjo, the former Abar Blue, who gives them the Abar Rangers Grand Power. Well, okay, he doesn't give them the Abar Rangers Grand Power, but he informs them of how to further it by using all five of the Go Tigers Grand Powers, uh, all five of the Abar Ranger Ranger Keys. Now, they originally tried six because uh, this character who Yukito Sanjo has apparently married by this point, she was a recurring character in Abar Ranger, and she tried to become. Uh, Abar Pink, which was really just a homemade suit that humiliates I am enough for her to run away. That's kind of stupid. Uh, they're able to use that to combine Goju Jin with Gokaio to form Goju Gokaio, although it's not really that impressive because uh, it's really just take Gokaio's arms, throw them away, replace them with Goju Jin's arms, take Goju Jin's body, and throw that away. So, yeah, the yeah, that's. Uh, if there's anything I hate about this, I really hate how how it went when it came to combinations with Gokaio and Goju Jin. That's just kind of lazy. Um, so, yeah, but they're able to form what's called Goju Goko Gokaio. Yeah, but barely. Okay, well, sorry guys, we're having uh, some technical difficulties right here. Yeah. <laughs> 